Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Well, hello there, and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And look, very important thing to say, we're not experts. No, we're not. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this right here is a mini episode where we hear from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we're not experts. We're podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you would like to reach us, our voicemail and text message number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And just a reminder that you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mention on the show. Please do follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, on Instagram at Forever35Podcast, 
and join the Forever 35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Forever 35 podcast. The password is serums. You can also sign up for the newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And I just want to give a little teaser. Oh, well, what's happening here? We will be announcing my virtual book launch event and all the details in the newsletter on Thursday. Oh, I better sign up for that newsletter. If you want to get in on that, head on over to forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. It's going to be a a barnstormer event. And then also before that, of course, there is the happy hour on June 7th. And you know what, Kate, you only have one more day to register for that. You have to register by June 1st or you'll be locked out. We are pumped for this. We are so excited. I can't wait to talk about all the waiting I've done in my life. Waiting for this event. (laughs) Waiting to do a podcast with Dory Shafrir. I mean, I didn't really have my first kiss until I was 17 years old. Is that a late bloomer? I don't know. We are going to talk about all of it. I mean, spoiler alert, right? Great. Can't wait to get into it. (laughs) Um, So you register at dory-shafrir.com slash pre-order. And I, I also just want to mention, sorry, this is like all my book news, but... If you're in the UK, you can, my book is going to be released simultaneously in the UK. I just found out. So you should be able to pre-order it from your local bookseller and other outlets in the UK. So I'm excited about that. So all of our British listeners, I don't know how many of you there are, but at least like five, I'm assuming you can do Get a bloody book. (laughs) Cheers. Cheerio. <laughs> uh, what Kate, if Kate Middleton reads your book? I mean, that would be amazing. What if? Just a what, what if. if. I'm just going to, now I'm just going to try to manifest that. Let's put just a big picture of Kate and your book <laughs> on a vision board. Perfect. Megan, too. I mean, I want everybody. Everyone. Royal everyone. adjacent to read it. Uh, the queen. The queen. <laughs> Do you know what I read today? That she wakes up with a bagpiper. Yes. Can you imagine? I, sh- I didn't I know that. that as well. Someone bagpipes her awake every day. What a life. I mean, that's, I mean, that's you can't not get that's up just with a- one of the perks of being the queen of England. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <sighs> Uh, well, you know, you and I are both kind of hitting some walls this week. And so it's true. You know, I don't think there's actually like a solution. I think it's more like acceptance of the state of things. This is kind of what I've get, I've t- uh, like talked to myself into believing after kind of really hitting a wall this week and um mm having to take a bath at 9.30 in the morning with my coffee because I was like, I can't, I can't move. It was yeah. real. Yeah, I really I just got in the tub. My kids were on their Zooms and I was like, well, tub time. But yeah, I really hit a wall. I hit a wall mm. with work and family obligations. And um, 
you know, I, I feel resentful that the conversation about those things is always like, find the balance. Because like, sometimes there are going to be times in your life where there is no balance. That is true. You know, there's just, those times exist. And, and that is so true. I feel like being more accepting of the fact that we sometimes, I, I'm going to go off on like a bit of a tangent here. Uh, great. Last week, I was on a very tight work deadline, the tightest. And I was also had numerous things, numerous family commitments. And it was just, you know, it was just a lot of going to bed at 2 a.m. and waking up at 6 a.m. and mm. like eating a lot of takeout because I didn't have time to cook. It was just that, you know, it was just yeah. busy and hard. Yeah. And it was what it was. And rather than, you know, like, just trying to like find the moments of care in the week. I was like, this is just going to fucking suck. And I'm just going to barrel through this. And I know that there are people who like every week is like this for them. So, you know, this was just one week of my life. But mm. sometimes there's just not room for like the fluffy stuff. Yeah. Am I making sense? Am I making no, sense? You, yes, you totally are. And I think sometimes like there's an unrealistic expectation that like, oh, well, you still should get your sleep or like still make sure you're going for a walk. And it's like, fuck, no, I don't have time to do anything. I can barely pee. I have no I'm in a, you know, like I don't have time anyway. And I have time this week. It's gotten better, but it was tough. It was tough. And like I just kind of appreciated this, like, I'm just going to grit my teeth and get through it. Mm. Sometimes that's that's... all you can do and just know that there is going to be an end. It is finite. That is, I think, where I was at. And like, you know, there are times where it's not finite. And so I'm not speaking to those moments. This is just my own experience of the last week. Or like, you're right. I had a deadline and it was done. My commitments that I had are done, but it was just tough anyway. So I'm just I'm just kind of reflecting on that because while I was in it, I was like, I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to do the things that I like to do. I don't have time to like, quote, you know, like, eat well or sit and eat my food and and not shovel it in my mouth while I'm like standing loading the dishwasher. I just Mm. didn't, you know, just it was that. It was that. And I know that you're kind of in a busy space as well. And the overwhelm is real. Yeah, the overwhelm is real. And I'm just like staring down the barrel of a very busy month. Like, in June, before my book comes out, there's just a lot to do. I mean, as you know, like book promotion is a lot of work and it's work that I want to do. It's work that I'm happy to do and I'm excited to do, but it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So I've had to say no to a couple of things. And I think that this is like born of partly like being essentially being a freelancer slash like working for myself, you know, always feeling like I need to take any work that is or any like opportunities that are kind of put in front of me because these could be the last ones that ever come to me. Mm -hmm. Does that resonate with you at all? It does. Yes. Well, also, like, and financially, like, you ha- you can't say exactly. no to work. You have to, like, exactly. <laughs> you gotta buy exactly. food. Right. And so, 
when I do say no to things, and I, and you know, this came up when I was trying to finish my book last year. And I, I, I just had to say no to some things because I, I literally did not have time. And I'm kind of in a similar situation now. And I, I do always hate saying no to something because I'm too busy because I still have this feeling of like, Will they think I'm lazy? Like, why don't I have time to take this on? Like, okay, so I want to stop for a second. What yeah. if what what if they think you're lazy? Then what? Like, then what I'm if just that a is what horrible happens? person. I mean, and I will like, spontaneously combust. <laughs> like, that's not on you. If someone yeah, thinks no, you're, you're lazy, right. you're right. You know, I think it's also sometimes when it's like stuff that you and I are doing together and I'm like I just don't have the bandwidth and I'm like oh I'm letting Kate down oh my god Dory you know I I do get that because I have felt that way about there was a time where we were talking about doing something and I had to be like I can't I do not have the bandwidth I will everything in my every ball will drop if we do this thing and I also felt guilty like I was letting you down so I do understand that that's really hard and I'm sure that yeah. translates into other relationships, too, like with these editors or with your family or mm-hmm. whoever. Totally. So, yeah, you know, and I think sometimes I get overwhelmed and busy because I have said yes to too many things. Yep. So I don't know. It's an interesting and, you know, and I'm I'm lucky to be in a position where I can say no to things like of I, course. I fully acknowledge that. But, you know, like so, the value that culturally is placed on productivity, I really feel like is mm-hmm. a scam that we've been sold. Yeah. And I'm just trying to claw my way out of it a little bit. And mm-hmm. it's really hard. It is really hard not to see ourselves through the lens of like the more productive we are, the more we do, the better people we are. And that's yes. a, that's bullshit. Totally. But when we've been fed this our whole lives, it is very hard to turn it off. Yep. And I feel that too. And I feel the same way. Like what is what are people going to think? What does it say about me? What is, you know, and that's really I'm str- I struggle with that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, look, just been thinking about all this stuff. In this working relationship we have, I give you permission to say no. Mm. Thank you. And likewise. Thank thank you very much. I appreciate that. I mean, you know, it's I I asked you that question about like what happens if people think you're lazy because one thing and I'll I don't need to get too deep into this because I'm still kind of thinking about it, but um is Really, I think it's time for me to do the work on how I'm going to live my life, setting boundaries for how I care about what people think of me, mm. because that has monopolized like how I've existed my whole life mm. and has made me do things that I didn't always want to do or made me feel really bad in certain ways like i hadn't I had a thing yesterday where like I read a Facebook post that actually was about the podcast, and I was immediately like I was going to comment and like clarify my and then I was just like oh this this person's allowed not to have liked what they heard and to have their own opinions and I don't have to justify what I said I mean unless it was you know deeply offensive but it wasn't and 
it can just exist. Like it can just exist that I said something that somebody did not like Mm -hmm. and it didn't resonate with them and it upset them. And like I have there are going to be times in my life where I just have to like sit with that. Not everyone's going to like me, my book, this podcast, my work. And I can't and and I and yet I want to keep doing those things. And how do I like how does that coexist? Yeah, that's really hard. It's very hard. And I know it's not like a solvable thing, but I do feel like figuring out how I'm going to live in the world where I'm, I am, where I have to come to a place where like, I I need to be able to live and not let that monopolize my life because it will. I still think about, oh, an email I got three years ago from someone who hated my memoir, like deeply Mm -hmm. hated it, sent me the meanest email I've ever gotten in my life. And I still think about that person and like Mm -hmm. have wanted to reach out and see how they're doing, but also like I'm still like their email threw me off course in a way that was really hard. So, yeah, I don't know. (sighs) I'm on a tangent. No, I, I hear you. But anyway, you're not lazy and boundaries are not laziness and saying no is not. Yeah, but like, you know, as you were kind of saying, like, even if it was laziness, like, who cares? Well, that's the hardest. That's the hardest part. Like, so what if this person then thinks you're lazy and doesn't offer you more work? Like, then Mm -hmm. what? I mean, it's just a it's just a vicious cycle of Mm -hmm. mental mental anxiety. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in case you are worrying that you are a lazy person, as someone who has worked with you now for a long time, I can confidently assure you that you're not oh thank you and but also dory is lazy bad right i know this is this is the this is the sort of like structural reframing that i have a lot of trouble with me too because again it gets back to like productivity being valued right you know what kate we have really gotten into it and i think it's time to take a break it is, but I want to keep getting into it because this is a, this is really in me right now. I don't know if it's yeah. in you too, but let's get back to it because I'm feeling it. All right, let's do it. Okay, but anyway, BRB with some listener content. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. 
like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year, I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like 
I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 Lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss, or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Okay, we're back. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got this email that I thought was really interesting from a listener about future selves. Hi, Kate and Dory. This week's mini episode about caring for our future selves made me reflect upon my experience with chronic illness. I have a brain injury and essentially live with a permanent concussion. I'm constantly living my life with my future self in mind. I have to manage my symptoms so they don't get above a certain threshold where I won't be able to recover for the next activity, day, or week. That means I need to be conscious about how my future brain is going to feel when I make decisions about what food to put in my body, what places to go to, who to spend time with, or what activities I participate in. Oftentimes, we frame caring for our future selves as the ultimate form of self-care, but at least for me, it can be really exhausting and the opposite of self-care when it comes at the expense of the enjoyment of my present self. I'm working on being able to find a better balance. I used to have an all-or-nothing mindset where I would just do the symptom-provoking thing and deal with the consequences of feeling sick or avoid it altogether and be sad because I wasn't able to do things or see people I love. I'm learning to find the in-between and ways to modify activities and environments so my present self is happy, but I don't screw myself over in the long run. For example, I'm writing this email to you using the voice-to-text feature on Google Docs because screens are my nemesis. And I'm really strategic about where I position myself within an environment to reduce stimulation or how I pace myself and take breaks throughout the day. For all my chronic illness people out there, I just want to acknowledge all the work that goes into caring for our future selves and to remind us that it's important to live for a present self too. Sometimes you just got to go to that really loud and crowded Mexican restaurant and have all the guac and all the margaritas and not care about how your body is going to feel tomorrow because your soul is smiling right now. 
balance. Wow. Wow. What a beautiful email. Yeah. Mm, Thank you so much for sharing this. This really had an impact on both of us, I think. Yeah, it's so, so thought provoking and a perspective that I just had not considered at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, listener. And I I love this last, last line. You've just got to go to that really loud and crowded Mexican restaurant, have all the guac and all the margaritas and not care about how your body is going to feel tomorrow because your soul is smiling right now. Mm-hmm. Oof. Mm. Well, Dory, we received um, an email from a listener who was weighing in about another listener who was writing about seeking support um, for themselves and also their partner who is trans. And uh, a listener wrote to us and said, quick message for the listener who called in about their trans partner. Hi, my partner is also trans. I related to a lot of what you were saying. Sometimes we get so lost in being supportive to our partners We don't take the time to process our own feelings. Therapy is definitely the place for that, but please be discerning about if your therapist is qualified. I had a therapist that said she specialized in LGBT issues, but that was not true at all. She was very misinformed, which led to her being offensive and harmful. It took me years to realize the harm she was doing because therapy is such a vulnerable vulnerable space, and I thought I could trust her. I guess what I'm saying is if something feels wrong to you and therapy isn't helping like it should, trust that instinct. It might not be a good fit with your therapist. I hope wherever you are, you have a qualified LGBT affirming, knowledgeable therapist who really can be a source of support. But do not hesitate to look for someone new if this person is not it. Not every therapist is qualified for every situation. I wish someone had told me this. Sending love from Missouri. Mm. So fantastic advice for this specific listener and their situation, but also great general advice for anyone in therapy. Totally. And like, totally something I wish I had heard this myself because I feel like oftentimes you have that kind of relationship with a therapist that you do with a doctor where you're like, oh, well, but they're the experts. Yes. So dot, dot, dot. Yes. I've heard this come up a lot with people who are looking for therapists specifically around like infertility issues. Mm, yeah. And like a lot of therapists just are not qualified to discuss them. And so I think it does help to find someone who specializes in, you know, if you have a specific issue that you definitely know you want to talk about, then I think it does help to find someone who has that expertise. Yeah. Hard agree. Thank you so much, listener. This was really great advice. All right. Well, we have a voicemail on a totally different topic. So let's hear it. Hi, Kat and Dora. This is Tiffany in North Carolina. We are coming up into summer now. It is hot. It is humid, and uh, it occurred to me that the thing that always annoys me every year, I could ask you about. So the humidity. I hate it. I can't stand it. My skin is sticky. My hair is frizzy. It's just, it's a nightmare for me. And I've been searching my whole life for a product that will help, like, I don't know what to call it, a humidity blocker or like a refresher. So a humidity blocker for my hair because this is incredibly terrible. Or 
like a refresher I can spray on my skin so that when I get that sticky feeling, I can just feel like a little refreshed and it not leave a residue because the humidity like leaves a residue on your skin. And that's the thing that really bothers me about it. So if there's a miracle product out there that can help me with that, I will try anything at this point. This has annoyed me for as long as I can remember. And it just makes me feel icky throughout the day. And I need to feel confident and pretty. So yeah, if you guys have any recommendations or if any of the listeners have any recommendations, I would absolutely love it. Thank you guys so much. Bye. Okay. So please note that, you know, we live in the opposite problem. Yeah. So this is not something I I think Dory or I personally thinks much about anymore. Possibly 10 years ago when we were living in New York City, but now we live in the dry heat of a desert. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, when I have gone to visit family and I walk off that plane at the Raleigh-Durham airport in the middle of summer, or I went to see my husband in Atlanta, which is where he's actually going in a week, and like you realize, holy shit, it's a different life when you live with humidity. That humidity is real. It is freaking real. It is wet. I mean, it's like walking what I imagine like a hot cloud or you're in a steam room. But the I steam just, room is just the, the, the world. I just remember like being in New York in like April, like before it even got hot. But the humidity was just so high that you would like walk to the subway and just I'd be drenched by the time I got to the subway. And it, wouldn't, like, it would like it would be like 65 degrees, but the yes. humidity would be like 95 percent or something. That is like literally the first scene in my upcoming book is a woman walking to the subway <laughs> in humidity and getting very sweaty. Because it's so real. It's the worst. It's the worst. So, yeah. you know, my there are lots of hair products, humidity sprays, humidity shields. I mean, I just did a quick Google and found two one is by Amika called the Anti-Humidity Spray. One is um, by, why can't I remember the name? Living Proof, No Frizz Humidity Shield. I mean, Google and many things will come up. I don't have experience with any of these, but I imagine we have some very brilliant listeners who will have mm-hmm. great recommendations for hair mm-hmm. products for humidity. Mm-hmm. My, my mm-hmm. thought for the face was like, just keeping a little mist with you. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if it's going to get the sticky feeling of the humidity off, but like, I really think that Thayer makes really nice face mists. They have a witch hazel with a rose. They've just got, they've got a coconut water witch hazel and they make them with the spray. And I think the witch hazel will add a little bit of like refreshment. They're alcohol free. Like, you know, I mean, any mist will do. I just find like the Thayers are really nice and the price point is delicious. You're looking at, you know, $11 or under for a nice little mist there. A big, you know, a good solid eight ounces of mist. So I don't, I mean, that would be where I would go. But Dory, do you have any thoughts on the skin portion of this? You know, I don't. I would love to hear from 
our listeners who are in these humid climates to hear if they have suggestions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So talk that's all I us. have to say. Yeah, talk to us, please. Well, Dory, let's take a break. All right, let's do that. And we will be right back. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, we have returned an interesting query from a listener. I just finished my nightly skincare routine and I had a quick question. I had heard once not to use foundation on the area between your nose and mouth, so I never have. I had carried that over to my moisturizing as well. 
But now I'm wondering, as I'm in my early 40s, should I use serum, retinol, etc. in that area? I do, I do use sunscreen there. Thank you so much. You both bring me such joy. Can't wait to read Dory's book. Okay. I have to admit, I'm like a little shook after reading this. <laughs> Are we talking about sense? the upper lip? Like the mustache area of one's face? Yes, I believe we are. I've never heard this. I've always put foundation there. I've always put moisturizer there. I've always put serums there. Yeah, I mean, I I, I believe I have too. Have you ever even like heard this advice about foundation? No, but I, you know, I was really trying to think about, do I put foundation there? Of course you do. But do I? Yes. <laughs> I'm confident that you do. <laughs> All right. I believe you. <laughs> I am just having such a hard time wrapping my head around this. Uh, and maybe like, what if this is a thing that everyone's doing but us? Like, does everyone not oh. put foundation on your upper lip area? Oh, interesting. And is it the entire upper lip or is it just that little like crevice, the nostril valley? Nostril valley. Sure. The technical term is, but you know what I mean by nostril. Like this yeah, thing. Yeah, I do. The underneath your cartilage area. We need more info. But I would say like, yes, I would put your serum there. That's that's your face. That's your skin. Give it yeah. some love. I would too. I'm and glad you're putting sunscreen there. Yeah, I would moisturize it, too. I mean, I don't. I, I, I'm stumped. Yeah, I'm stumped. I mean, is it like I'm looking at it right now because Dory and I record this in a video? It's a big part of my face. It's, it's when you not, say, Dory, it's, like, it's not. Yeah, it's not an insignificant part of one's face. It's at least half a piece of bacon size worth of face. That's how I would. Like looking from these, whatever these like laugh liney things are. It's this, almost this, as big as my chin. Yes. It's like three inches of face. Yeah. It's a lot of face. Yeah. You got to give us more. Got to tell us more. But I say, take care of that little sliver of skin. It misses you. <laughs> it does. <laughs> All right. We are going to end on a two parter. And I, I love this is a listener who called us in after called us after a date because they had no one else to call. And then called us back to clarify their first call. And I found it very charming and sweet. And look, we love all your post-date calls, so kick them our way. And I also just want to give this caveat. If you ever say in a voicemail, you probably won't play this, chances are I'm going to add it to the list. <laughs> you love a dare. I just love a like... At the end, someone's like, you're never going to play this. And I'm always like, mm, you don't know me. <laughs> I am. But now they know. Now they know to say that. <laughs> so they're like, so this how it'll this is this will get played. Yeah. I just yeah. found this very sweet and charming and relatable. And also, I was confused about the, what happened on their date. So I just thought we could all discuss. All right, let's do it. Hi, Kate and Dory. I think this message is mostly for Dory. Um, although I do love you, Kate. I love you both so much. Um, but I'm calling because I was listening to the pod earlier, the one that came out just today. And uh, Dory was talking about, I think it was the dude that she hooked up with who sold breathalyzers. <laughs> and I just, first of all, I cannot freaking wait 
for thanks for waiting to come out. Like, yes, you are forgiven for making me wait, but I really cannot wait to read this book. Not only because I love Dory, but because I want to hear more about Dory's hookup. Because, oh my God, I'm calling you on the heels of a doozy of a date. This guy was fine. He was lovely. We actually had a great time. But sometimes after a date that like goes well, but you know, you let things go a little bit further than you wanted them to go. And then you're like, oh, why did I do that? Oh, what's wrong with me? And then you're just like trying to find Taco Bell, but you can't find the Taco Bell. Or you could find the Taco Bell. You got to the damn Taco Bell, but the Taco Bell line was too long and there's a weird merge situation and the anxiety makes you leave to go find the other Taco Bell. So I'm going to find the other Taco Bell. Don't worry, I have you on speakerphone. This is a safe call. But I just, uh, you know, dating dating sucks and Forever 35 doesn't suck and I just love you both and I wanted to call someone but I couldn't call my friend but I usually call because she's apparently on a date too and I just needed to be like, oh, why do I do these things? And instead of screaming it into the void, I'm screaming it here. All right, love you both. You probably don't need to play this. I mean, you can, but like, it's probably not the best content that you'll get. Anyways, can't wait for Thanks for Waiting. Love you both. Bye. Okay, number one, how dare they think that this is not the best content? It's the best. <laughs> now, do we want to play their 30-second follow-up voicemail? Of course. <laughs> Gosh, what kind of question is that? Hi, it's the same person you just called about the date and the Taco Bell. And I just wanted to clarify that in addition to using the hands-free feature when I called you, I'm also vaccinated. And this man was also vaccinated. So it was a very safe hookup. Just wanted to clarify, I'm I'm safe. Okay. All right. I love you both. I probably didn't need to clarify that. But I'm an anxious person. Ugh. I just want to talk about, okay, bye. I just want Taco Bell. Have Has there ever been a truer statement that one could relate to than I just want Taco Bell? I mean, we've no. All been there. We've all been we've there. We've all like, been there. After a date where you just want that fucking food. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to say to this listener, though, like, dating is so weird and hard. And I bet dating post-vaccination is going to be wacky. And don't beat yeah. yourself up too much. I hope you enjoyed yourself and received some sort of sexual pleasure out of the experience. I agree. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Hmm. And, you know, I am so I'm so glad that you called us. Me too. I felt like I was like, I can't believe that we're number two after the other friend. Right? Yeah. Please use us. Please use this Please voicemail line for do. the post date anxiety or post whatever anxieties because it's yes. very relatable and real and like, ugh, everything is hard and awkward. I'm, I don't know. I haven't dated since 2003, but I imagine it is. Yeah. I, I think it never isn't awkward. No, and actually, we're interviewing someone who today who got married in their 60s. And talks about the awkwardness and hardness of that. So it's never not weird. Yeah. Totally. Anyway, did you get your Taco <sighs> Bell? I hope you did. 
We love you so much. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. Give us an update. Tell us what's going on. Call back. Fill us in. And thank you also for clarifying hands-free and vaccinated. We love yes, it. Yes. Appreciate we love those, it. both of those things. <laughs> well, you know, I started this episode feeling kind of down in the dumps, but hearing from our listeners really kicks my mood up. Yeah, I agree. You know, and talking to you also, of course. Yes, that too. <sighs> well, this has been a joy, as always. Thank yeah, you, Kate. You're, thank, thank you, you listeners. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Sammy, for editing this. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk to you all again very soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs>